Welcome to episode 6 of Idol Talk. Today we're talking about music. We're going to keep it broad like that. John, what's something you've been listening to lately? Lately? Um, yeah. A lot of mindful rap. Okay. A lot of mindful rap. So, so storytelling bars? Yeah, storytelling bars. So if you had to think about it, it's like uh, Anderson Pack, uh, Kendrick J. Cole. There's some others like Butcher. Uh, uh, Benny, Benny something, but smooth, not nothing trap. That's what I've been listening to as mm-hmm. of lately. I want to listen to the newest um, Bad Bunny album. Mm-hmm. I've I've been told it's been good. So yeah, that's what I some heard of too. my friends. Um, I revisited uh, "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar mm, the other I day, tell. and um, I was like, "Yo, this album is crazy!" Like. I remember just hearing it for a bit when it first came out. Yeah. And then after that, like, it would be in my PS4 playlist yeah. where I just have, like, thousands of songs. So it would easily get buried in there. But I purposely went went back to re-listen to the whole thing start to finish. And I was like, oh, man, this is a, this is such a good album. Like, I really like this album. So what do you think about Kendrick Lamar? I like him. like him? Yeah. Is, uh, is this his best project or do you like his other ones more? Uh, I think he hasn't come out with his best project yet. For you, is damn, I think the best is yet to come. Is is damn the best one that he has out as of yet? No, I think they're all on the same level. Really? Okay. Yep. I think they're all solid, like eight and eight and a half, nines. Just depending on the day, it'll change the rating, I guess. But I think he has a ten in him that he hasn't put out yet. Mm. So waiting for that. I like damn the most, even though like how to pimp a butterfly is really, really, really good. God, that that album mm. is really good. Kendrick has has stayed true to who he is as a mu- just musician throughout the streaming uh, revolution. He takes his time with his projects. Yeah. He's not rushing to put things out. He barely features. He doesn't rush his work. He doesn't follow the algorithm or how it should be done because of the new state of music. What else? About Kendrick? Yeah. Well, he's a great storyteller and his albums are an overarching theme uh, that coincide to a story the um what's it called duck duck something duckworth duckworth is like a story throughout multiple albums that all correlate which is ridiculous when yeah. you actually listen to the whole thing so uh, like one song from one album and then another one another one. yeah do meek you know mill, the story meek mill does that with um tony story hmm? meek mill does that with tony story mm. oh yeah part one part two part three. i didn't even know meek mill did that yeah it's not as extensive as probably Kendrick has has done it, but I think it's only three albums for Meek. But he said part four is gonna be a movie, like an actual movie or maybe a documentary. So mm-hmm. that would be the conclusion of that like overall story yeah. between albums. But so I'm kind of just waiting on that. I don't know if it came out yet. I should I should look that up if he actually did put that out that uh fourth part quote unquote. But I like when stories are told over different albums and then you just put them together and it's like whoa, like in a playlist. It really makes it worthwhile listening to each album in in order. Do you still buy albums? Yeah. Which al- what's the last album you bought? Does it does it not count if I use Spotify? No. Why not? That's streaming it. But I'm streaming the whole album. But you're not. I'm asking you if you buy the album. I'm saying that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Why? When you buy the album, it guarantees them a certain amount of streams. But when you stream an album, you're just streaming it. Like, so if you were to buy an album, that'd be 1,500 streams mm. or whatever it is. Whatever that number is, right? No. But you're still buying, you're buying the music. Like, you're like, here, take my money directly and give me oh, your I, music. 
I'll start. I'll start doing that. No, I haven't. Um, I haven't bought an album ever. Mm. Never have I. So ever. Not even like when it was like CDs and shit. Like, no, cause you were cause, old enough to have CDs, right? Yeah, but you're like forty-five. What? <laughs> what are you saying? I said you're like forty-five. <laughs> uh, no, I never. I never bought an album. Um, yeah, I always when I was younger and I didn't have any money, I used to just take my brothers or sisters' pod, uh, iPod or mp3 players and just listen to that and that's how honestly that's how i got into eminem because mm-hmm. i took their their, their CD. stuff and you were just listening to it and had. i was like oh this is fire um now i haven't bought an album in the longest but i do want to support the so artists. you don't buy merch because i know some artists tie the album download with t-shirts and so if you bought a shirt they'll still email you the digital copy of the album like you haven't uh, bought it through that way either absolutely not no no, not even like favorite like shirt. Uh, absolutely not. You don't buy. You don't just buy shirts. No. Why not? I just don't think they're that good. I bought a uh, Jesse Ray shirt, and then it came with the album. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And then and then I buy shirts, and you it, it came with the too? album. Hmm? You bought his hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bought his hat. Did that come with the album? No. Sometimes depends. But the shirt, I know about a shirt that I thought I would like, but then I just don't wear it because I can't find it. <laughs> I just don't, um, it comes with the album. The artists that drop merch that I've like seen: Travis Scott, Pusha T, Kanye. I don't really like their merchandise. Mm-hmm. Is for me, it's like if I I don't want to wear your merch, I'd rather just listen to your music. I just don't think you could fuck up a hat. That's why I like buying hats. Like you could fuck up a shirt, a hoodie, like. But I don't think you could fuck up a hat. So you haven't bought hats from artists at all. No. So you just don't like supporting. <laughs> I do like supporting Like what's the What's the reasoning Like I'd, You buy any other Nike hat Or like whatever that NASA hat is For some reason But like Like you Like you don't feel like Connected to an artist enough To be like I'm no, gonna I don't. buy this hat Mm-mm. Like at all Mm-mm. So you have no strong connections To a certain artist Or To Outside of Listening and buying their music Their music No I'll well, buy. you don't buy the music anyway So No cause I In my head If I'm listening to their streams I'm supporting them that's how my logic works. Oh, I'm listening to your streams. I'm supporting you. So there's no reason for me to buy your merchandise. None at all. Like, you don't like, like, look at a hat because I think the hat's cool. Like, you never, like, had an artist to drop merch. I'm like, oh, that's a cool hat. Let me get it. No. Or not, you're not, so you don't like them at all. Like, like the designs and shit. Like, there's never been, like, that's mm-hmm. a cool hat. I should get that. Or, yeah, like, no. you've never had that that's a cool hat moment. Mm-mm. So whenever they just push it out, they're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Next. That's exactly how I feel. Now that I, like, it's still so if Kendrick would put out some merch, no, no, unless it's fire. So so far, all the merch that you've seen has been, been mediocre fire. to to me. Okay, as long as I'm still supporting them through streams, I don't I don't think I'll be like buying their albums and stuff like that. If the only way to listen to their music is to buy their album, I'll buy it. But some people do that. Like who? Some smaller artists. Oh, uh-huh. they um, just put the shit out on their own websites, and mm-hmm. they just charge the seven dollars or whatever it is. And that's the only way you'll get their music, which is an interesting way mm-hmm. to put music out because you would think the streams are important, right? To get the maximum exposure. But if you think about it in a businessy way, where you it's don't like, want a middleman, if I got 800 followers and they buy my music because all 800 of them like it, then that's 800 potential people that will buy anything else I put out, whether it be a shirt or a hat or a hoodie, opposed to. I have 20 million 
listeners on Spotify, but how many of those people are going to buy stuff? Mm -hmm. Or if I have 3,000 listeners on Spotify, how many of those people are going to buy merch, right? But if you were to put out your own music through your own website, now there's that opportunity to sell it directly, anything else directly to those people that buy the music. You're going to have, I think you'll have a higher conversion rate on those people as opposed to the maybe 3,000 to 5,000 people you don't really know. Yeah, because they, to your music. they already went from one platform to another. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do. To tra- it's like it's like someone going from Instagram, like go follow my YouTube. It's hard yeah. to get people to transition from one platform to another because even though it's literally one click of a finger, yeah, it's like hey, I don't want to do that. So having people who are already willing to move from one platform to another, you already you already like set the pace that they are willing to do th- like they are willing to move with you and those are your true fans too because yeah. you can import music into spotify and just listen to it like directly on your phone right from mm-hmm. your computer but that's an extra step and that's a step not many people want to take but so yeah. just imagine you have 300 people that are willing to take the extra step they're also going to be willing to buy things too exactly so, so i think that's the purpose of why people smaller people uh put out music through their own yeah, no. I'm excited to see if that changes. What? Um, those small artists that put out their music exclusively through their website. That might be the, that might be the next wave. I want to see when the demand gets big enough that they need to put their stuff back on Spotify. Ooh, I want to see if, if they do that. If they do, not because they need to, like because oh my god, I'm losing like X Y Z. Like I want to see if they get so many people on their own. I want to see if if is it's ever in their intentions to broaden out now because you can have your niche community right mm-hmm. your base but yeah i want to see if it's ever a feasible outcome to broaden out as opposed to starting broad and then finding your niche mm-hmm. because you can just start broad put your thing on spotify and then hope hopefully somebody listens to it right it could be somebody in india and if you're in the states then that doesn't really like it's not as important as your fan base in the states yeah because you're more accessible to it especially now with the with the travel policies and whatnot i want to know if it's like all right i've conquered the states let's go somewhere else now like now you have to broaden out and put your things out there so i just want to see because not everybody can access certain sites from certain places platforms like spotify and soundcloud are essential in that growth step Mm -hmm. so i think i'm curious on if there's ever going to be a case like that that'd be interesting who do you think has the most um willing fan base as of right now that can start their niche i mean can move their fan base from one platform to another like the, the names that come into my head are like jay-z beyonce nope. nope i don't think they could do it. i think they tried with title they were they're some, somewhat successful in title well now but not in the beginning um, i think they tried with title and then you notice how um some stuff eventually came over to spotify and apple music yeah like 444 mm-hmm. like like there's a exclusive version of 444 on title mm-hmm. but there's a also the base version of it on spotify so yeah. i think they tried because it was big names beyonce kanye jay-z and they thought they had that power to move over get people to move over to a different um platform platform and i don't think it worked out and i think at the time they're the biggest artist in the industry right now do you think anyone can do that i think if those if those three couldn't do it (laughs) yeah yeah, and they were like huge yeah they still are huge they still but i mean like they had a they had an influence back in the day that was unrivaled like now you can say travis scott drake you know like there are some names that are like i feel like 
if Taylor Swift didn't have this masculine problem, maybe she could be the one. Maybe, right? Maybe. To get people to leave a platform to go onto another platform. Someone who's like has a really strong fan base, but I feel like because Taylor Swift's platform fan base is so powerful that they refuse to stream her first five albums because she doesn't own the masters to it. Mm-hmm. So anything she owns the masters to, they will listen to, even though if they they have favorite songs from her early days, they just don't listen to it. You think Eminem has that power? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think uh maybe these K-pop groups, one of them might have that mm-hmm. kind of power. They're like, you know, we're starting our own thing. And everybody come here. And then they will. Because they're obsessed with... K-pop. K-pop. That's K-pop, down, J-pop, anything in, in between. I think one of those groups have that power. That, that, um... That's died down, though. K-pop? That's that down here. Yeah, here. You and I think, I think the parts of the internet you're in, it's died down. Mm. Because definitely K-pop Twitter is a thing. Just like hip-hop Twitter is. Have you been on hip-hop Twitter? I think that's one of my main yeah. On my so floor. that um, Twitter has now gotten into that niche community thing where it's only showing you things you like, like Facebook. Yeah, and the trending thing, the trending section is different for everybody. Once there's no really big events trending, like it'll be things trending in New York versus things trending in California. Yeah. So I think that is interesting now. So um, Twitter is now like a niche-based community kind of platform. So creating your own bubble. Yeah, and yeah, you really you really are in a bubble. I know that uh, when my sister's on Twitter on her phone when I'm driving, she'll show me something. I was like, I would I would have never seen that if <laughs> mm-hmm. if I was on my own Twitter. Like, and she showed me this uh, K-pop streaming guide, and it was a 13 page PDF on how to get them streams for fans, how to stream their music properly. Mm-hmm. So you needed uh, to make a playlist about an hour long. You needed to incorporate songs that were not their songs. So put their music that you want let's say they put out a new song you put that in the album in the in the playlist and then you put other music in there instead the way spotify according to this guide (laughs) treats like playlist streams if it's it needs to feel like a person is listening to this playlist not like a bot a bot would just play the playlist through and through right but a human would skip songs a human would change songs and go and go in the playlist and actively look for a song and press that song specifically. And so the actions needed for these people who are wanting to help stream these songs were you need to put songs you want to skip on there. You need to change those songs periodically, like every couple of weeks. You need to change the songs you like every couple of weeks. That way, That's a lot of work. That way the platform <laughs> figures out that this is a human doing these actions. And it is a lot of work. And that's why K-pop people are, like Twitter especially and stands are respected in that way because they go hard for the people like they go overly hard for the people they they like, and so you need to do all that, and you need to skip songs while you're listening to music. Like, don't don't press re- the repeat sign because then it'll think it's a bot listening to it. So if you want to stream an album through and through, multiple times, you have to start at the very beginning again manually. And I was just like, this is a 13 page PDF on Twitter that I saw, and yeah. it was super interesting to see. I don't know how my sister stumbled on onto it because she doesn't really use Twitter that much. But she'll be in, I think it was uh, Mr. Beast had a contest of like, he was like, ratio my tweet harder than anybody else. So like all these influencers were quote tweeted, right? And so Corpse, Corpse husband, who has been a, a phenomenon lately on social media, he quoted that tweet and he was going up against K-pop people. So his fan base, I think my sister's a part of Corpse fan base and the K-pop people were, were trying to win that contest, Mr. Beast contest. 
and so i think that's where she stumbled upon like the streaming guide in the comments like so i think that was super interesting to learn like how um the streaming wars have really been like treated as a war like this person needs to need, needs to be the best like we need to get them that most amount of streams like yeah. and the effort that these fans are going through is just insane above and beyond yeah they really are and it's not that? it's not like they're gonna see the fans do that right they have millions that? and millions of fans so you're not gonna be sticking out uniquely if you're a fan trying to do that mm-hmm. and i think that's what their hosts are to stick out i'm like oh thank you for thank you for doing that like mm-hmm. so what were you saying so what would, would you do that yes really yeah you go hard uh, um i would have done it for smaller artists for sure just to get the plays up and get to get them more um, in the Spotify algorithm. Because you you would do that to just to be good in the algorithm, right? Because like, the algorithm filters out so many people and you want to play nice with the algorithm. That's the only way I would see me doing that for somebody. Like not mm-hmm. a big artist. So no like, I'm not doing that for like Eminem. Yeah. But if like if somebody needed help figuring that out i have that guide still i was like here's this guide here get like 12 people to do that and then if they're like can you like help me do it i'll be like all right sure but i'm not i'm not necessarily passionate about a certain artist right now where it's like i'm gonna do that for them but i would be willing to if i knew if i had a personal connection with them hmm. like so if you started putting out music and you're <laughs> i wouldn't ask you to do that i would i wouldn't even do that i would do it to get your streams up <laughs> I, I if i was the artist i would even do that for myself like that's a lot that's why you're not an artist yeah i guess i mean I, that's just i think the beginning stages of any artist is like listen to my music listen to my music listening to their own music too mm-hmm. like just to get those those numbers up yeah i get that but you're talking about that's part of it playing making the playlist putting the other song okay in but it, that's that's part of the game hmm? that's part of the game as an artist no i, I get that that's part of it so you can't just be lazy with it because then you won't be successful. You have to go hard on things like that. Like, why do you think such a certain amount of Twitch streamers are so successful? Because early on, when the platform was still kind of new and still kind of developing, they were doing eight-hour streams. They were doing 12-hour streams because really nobody was really watching. And so when people would go on the platform, they're like, oh, who's this ninja guy? And then they get they get sucked in by the personality. That's just the kind of the work you need to put in to try to be successful and now in streams the landscape is still changing it's not like set in stone there's not a cookie cutter way to be successful in the music industry mm-hmm. through old means or through old means was if you got a label the job is half done all you need to do is make music but now mm-hmm. we're in that period of everybody's recognizing we don't need a label that's just marketing dollars mm-hmm. like what else is there what else is the label putting out for me besides the marketing Nothing. And the place to record, if if that. Mm-hmm. So, I think the the landscape is changing, and that's why when I mentioned earlier that the smaller artists are just putting out exclusive music through the websites, I think that's the direction it's gonna head. We'll just see, have to wait and see what happens. As a fan, to be to be like, oh, for me personally, you just like create this playlist like that. That's that's or that's already too much it's like i'll listen to your music if i like your music i'll listen to your music no so you don't have like it. a playlist you just put music in huh you don't have a playlist you just put music in so like you wouldn't make a playlist at all like just for even your purposes or you No, yeah but i mean like the playlist oh, that you were talking uh, about like create this playlist where you skip and you don't have so yeah, you're not about yeah. i'm like that yo let me just listen to your music like 
Well, they're not asking them to do it. That's just something fans are doing. I know, but I'm just saying, if someone, if someone, an, an, an artist was to ask to ask me of that, it's just like, yo, if I like your music, I'm gonna listen to it. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot for me. It's different levels. Yeah, it's a different, <laughs> different level. It's just like I'll support. I'll listen to your music. I even buy your music. No, oh, now you want to buy the music. You're like, actually, I don't want to do all that homework. Because I'm thinking just about. Let me I'm just, just buy. I'm thinking it. about the ref- the reference you're saying. If you if you know the person personally, right? Mm-hmm. I'll buy the music. But now you're act like you're asking me to do a project with you. It's like, yo, can I just buy your music? Like, <laughs> am I not supporting you that way? That's that's how I go about it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in the middle. Mm. I'm like half what? lazy, half like, all right, I guess I could do that. Mm-hmm. But if it's a big artist, I wouldn't do shit for them. Mm. Except maybe buy merch. Like you already got the money. Yeah. Uh, I, interesting Spotify rap just came out And I listened to 300 Spotify rap? Yeah Like it, it gives you a breakdown Of the Of the music you listen to In 2020 And so I listened to 327 New artists This year Oh Which is interesting What and What Qualifies them as New New to my profile Oh okay So It is not counting Eminem Because I've listened to my prof To him For years already Okay But 327 new artist I listened to this year I think Uh, at the beginning of 2020 I was like this is the year of female artists for me like I'm gonna just primarily listen to to female artists and I think I held pretty good in that in that direction but I just feel like um, there's a lot of very big female artists that are not talked about slept on yeah like who Um, I think before her pop just Reyes she was very slept on and I think I was making it a point to listen to her music a lot because I wanted to kind of support her in that way. And up until that point, she didn't really have merch or anything. When she dropped her first album, I bought the CD. I like buying CDs. I think they're just cool to, like, collectibles to have. So I have her CD. It's still, like, wrapped in my house. And that comes with a digital album, too. So the CD comes... So it's, like, two albums for one. But, um, like, when it comes as a sale or whatever for them. So I was just like, yeah, I'm listening to female artists this year. I'm going to explore that realm because I've been listening to the same people for a long time, like Eminem, Meek Mill, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Kanye, Jay-Z. And I was like, let me expand that horizon and uh, listen to more artists like Billie Eilish, who I didn't think I was going to like until it took me a couple of songs to really get the vibe going. Billie Eilish, Jesse Reyes. I don't know how to pronounce her, Jan- Janae Aiko, Akia, whatever her name mm-hmm. is. She's good. Yeah, I like her a lot. Kalani. like Kalani a lot. I don't know who you're speaking of. Yeah, but... We'll listen to her later, but um, but yeah, a lot of artists like that. There's this uh music podcast I listen to, it's called Simping After Dark, which mm-hmm. doesn't really correlate with the topics they talk about, but just a cool name. I found I stumbled on them when I was looking in the hashtag music podcast because I wanted to listen to music podcasts early in the year, and then they were new like really new, like a hundred followers when I first found them, and so or even less than that. And I was listening to them. They pick a song every week and they, they read the lyrics and they break down like the things like through their own ways and through their own experiences. That's how I discovered Kalani. They talked about a Kalani song. I was like, oh, this song is actually pretty cool. And I listened to her and then I started listening to her more and more. So the the main female artists that I listened to in 2020 was Billie Eilish, Jesse Reyes, um, Kalani and Janae Akio, Aiko, whatever her name is. This is a really good female artist called Chica. Mm-hmm. She's really good. She slept on her bars are ridiculous. Uh, supposedly, in her song, she keeps on referencing that she's a ghostwriter for mm-hmm. a lot of the 
rappers that we listen to yeah. nowadays and i'm like oh i wonder which ones yeah you can figure it out if it, unless she's not giving credit then she's not giving credit because i feel like there is a clause within the contract like yeah, yeah. if you state the name mm-hmm. you lose or like you get sued or whatever yeah but you still get writer credits unless it's like specifically said like you're not gonna get writer credits you're just gonna get paid more mm-hmm. so so right. we had some homework i told you to come up with a playlist of 10 songs that uh kind of would describe you or like things that you like mm-hmm. in a way uh for me my top 10 songs are kind of like a reflection of my life up until this point mm-hmm. and so i kind of want to see like what your uh what's your explanation of your 10 songs yeah i, I went through i went through what you said how it has to be not just something that you're bumping to as of right now but something that had not a sort of influence mm-hmm. but, but like a connection a connection to yeah because i didn't body. want you to just pick 10 songs that got you hype yeah what got you excited i just wanted it to kind of like point a picture for me mm-hmm. if i were to listen to these type of songs whatever outcome i conclude to in my head is what is you mm-hmm. so this is who i am um the first song is Leaving the Past by Immortal Technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting how I got into Immortal Technique. That was like in college. I remember yeah. the first song that I've ever heard of his was Dancing with the Devil. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. Nope. Really good. Uh, when you have the chance, you should watch like videos, reaction mm-hmm. videos to okay. it. And uh, Leaving the Past is, is just a, it's just a song about just um, understanding where you come from, but not being held to it like you can be more than what you were and what people say you were and don't let the don't let your history define your mm-hmm. your future and that that song really hit me because it was just like i make my own future I, I make my future my past doesn't determine that yeah oh what would you say is your favorite song on your playlist my favorite song yeah your favorite song because that was your first song but like what's the, your favorite out of the 10 that are on there again we'll have these playlists linked in the yeah. show notes so you can li- like listen to our playlist and kind of see where we're our heads that we're at when we made these but they'll be available for you to stream oh he's, he's looking at his playlist right now <laughs> yeah um, so yeah we'll have the link in our instagram bio too um just so you can have the access to it what i said that so wrong say it into the mic oye que llueva cafe by who by Juan uh, Luis Guerra, yeah. Okay, that's my favorite song. Why? Um, because that's a song that always played in the background when I was a kid. Oh, so that's, it's like good memories. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's like a song that I slept to. Does it take that, you back to those to that time period? Yeah, it, it makes me remember Pine Soul. Literally, the smell. <laughs> yeah, because that when that song was playing, I was like, oh, my mom's up cleaning. Yeah. So that song just like really. Really nostalgic. It just brings me back to my roots. Okay. That's one of my favorite songs. Is there a song on this playlist that uh, you want to talk about more? Like you said, uh, Leaving the Past, you gave us an explanation of kind of what it means to you. And we just talked about your favorite song. Is there anything that pops out to you that you really want to talk about while looking at this playlist? While looking at it? Yeah. It's, uh, Wolfgang, Symphony 25. Yeah, I was looking at that one too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one because... I didn't really see myself as someone who listens to classical music. Yeah, I or, didn't see you that either. Or like uh, orchestrated. Yeah. Um, but when I listened to that, 
I was like, yo, this really has not like it rooted in hip hop, but it's just like it gives me those vibes at the same time, like these before hip hop was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it just tells me a story. It gives me a story without any words. I feel like it gives you multiple stories. Yeah. Well different it's a very long song. Yeah. But I feel minutes. like it gives you multiple stories in that particular piece. Yeah. So is and it's not they're not the same story. They're like different stories, but they're all interlinked because it's in the same song. Yeah. So it it really just blew my mind on how classical music You think that's why they call it classical? What's yeah, because <laughs> you can find you can find pieces of how that song has influenced other songs that we listen to nowadays mm-hmm. without even knowing. Because I can feel it. I can feel the same vibe that I get from other songs with yeah. this song. I'm like that beat, that that bass, that that uptone. It's yeah. just like, ooh. So that song I think that's just very powerful. It's just uh a lot of the songs that I have here feeling good. Um uh what's the other one? The sound of the rain. I can't stand I can't stand the rain, my fault. Mm-hmm. I can't stand the rain. Those two songs are songs that I got into listening to Jay-Z and Kanye because they use those songs as samples. Yeah. And I wanted to listen to the actual sample itself. And the reason why I'm referring to those songs when I'm speaking of the symphony is because they those songs influenced the artists that are so impactful nowadays. Like those are the songs that, the, yo, I want this in my music. This yeah. song gave me a piece of me and I wanted to hear that song at its full, full um, length. Yeah. Uh, I can't stand the rain. I was, I remember listening to it in the Honda service center, just chilling away from my car. And I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, this song was crazy. Cause we, we were, we'd listen to each other's playlists and stuff. The rain. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a interesting experience to have in a Honda service center. Mm-hmm. And I think that was cool and fun to do. You pull up my playlist. Yeah. Talk about mine a little bit. Okay. So we're back. Mm-hmm. The first song I have on my playlist is infinite. Um, That's a really good song by Eminem. And I like the album cover to it. I don't think it's the original album cover. I think the original was a little bit different. But I like listening to Infinite because at any period of my life, I can go back to it and kind of get a second wind, maybe. So if it's like entering college, like Infinite, just because this is a new chapter in my life, let's let's go, let's pick it up and like go. Or like leaving college. All right, new chapter in my life, pick it up and go. Or like new different work environment or whatever pick it up and go like infinite reminds me of the eminem that had the chip on the shoulder and was wanting to prove everything to anyone that would listen Mm -hmm. and in a way that's inspirational to me where it's just like in every part part of my life that's new or it's a new chapter i want to prove things to people yeah and i want to get garner that success and show people that i am successful and that song is more like a motivational factor to me. And it's a really, really good lyrical song. There it is. But the feelings that it makes me feel, it's like, come on, pick it up and go. Let's let's go. Let's get after it. Like, it's not your traditional hype you up song. Mm-hmm. But it is, that's what it does to me. It gets me hype and it gets me motivated and it gets me inspired. By, inspired by myself. So nothing else externally. It makes me get inspired by me. About what you've done, and what inspir- you can achieve. Yeah, and yeah. what I've accomplished already. Yeah. And inspiration 
when you inspire yourself that's the most powerful thing yeah because you're not waiting for something to inspire you you are your own inspiration and that's, that, that's whenever i need to be inspired by myself i listen to that song like just that song maybe like 10 12 times on repeat just like get Damn. into a flow like like it, it recharges the batteries in a way mm-hmm. so my favorite song on this playlist which would believe it or not i had a hard time choosing a favorite but it's gonna be forever by drake kanye west Lil wayne eminem damn i was gonna pick exo tour life <laughs> that was a close number two you picked the two songs that I dislike the most. Really? Out of this album. I mean, out of this playlist. <laughs> no, forever. I love that song because I know all the parts to it. <laughs> really? All the parts. Spit a bar. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my experience with that song, the memory that pops out with forever, was when me and you went to the beach with some friends. Yeah. And on yeah, the way yeah. back, like, that crashed. song came up. Huh? So we almost crashed. Yeah, we day. almost crashed. But that's that's a different story for different day. <laughs> <laughs> but. We were on the way back, and that song came up, and I was just spitting it bar for bar. Like everybody had their phones out, they was putting me on Snap, and I was going bar for bar on it. Like I was feeling it while driving. Like, mm-hmm. and just that memory is one that sticks out the most. Just remembering like a good time, a good day that we all mm-hmm. had, and that song is my favorite song of all time. I think just that's because that's a strong comment. Yeah. <laughs> And mm, just because of the the relationship I had with that song, I remember being up trying to learn all the words. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know who wanted me to learn them. Like, who was I doing that for? But I, I remember learning all the words to every part and even how it's delivered. Like, Lil Wayne's flow was different than Kanye's flow, different than Drake's flow, different mm-hmm. than Eminem's flow. And I can deliver it kind of on the same, like, way they did. Yeah. Like, because Lil Wayne, the way he does it, it's very different. It switches up the pace of the song. So, mm-hmm. like, differently. But the beats stay the same. But just the way he's rapping on the beat. His metaphors are ridiculous. Yeah. So, I took the time to do that. And it kind of... I can link forever to another song. Uh, one of Eminem's newer songs. Where it was like... He's like, I do it for the kid rapping in the mirror. Mm. And I was like, I was the kid rapping in the mirror to forever. Like, Yeah. So, it just brings me back to, like... I was so, like motivated to learn that song and like i love that song so much and i'll listen to that song and i won't i won't ever skip it unless i know there's people in the car and i don't like it or whatever i'll just skip it then but if i'm by myself i won't ever skip it i'll let it play and like there's certain songs that i listen to and it's like because i have my big playlist i'm like oh i heard that song like the other day skip but this is a song that i wouldn't skip i just all three parts all four parts of the song are so good and I don't know if this is true or not, but I think Kanye was like that he heard Eminem's part and he went back to rewrite his part. <laughs> if that's true, I think that's pretty cool. If it's not, then, you know, it's just the internet being the internet. But I like I really like Forever. And I would play it during football, too. And so it's a different... There's always a purpose for me to play it. Like, if it's before a game or if it's before I had a job interview or things like that, there's always parts that... There's always places I can find to play that song. Um... You added a song here three days ago. Yeah. Why? Uh, it was uh, DNA, DNA by Kendrick, by Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar on his damn album. Yep. That was added three days ago. Yep. So I took out Nonstop mm-hmm. by Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the easy one to take out because Nonstop is only pertaining to a particular uh, part of my life. And that was when I did my internship at South Carolina. Like, I would use that song to wake up to every day, start my day, and get my day going. I like the song nonstop a lot, but I li- I went back and re-listened to Damn, 
and I played the album through and through and I felt like I had more of a connection with DNA just because of the first couple of lines in the song what, what? he's like he's got loyalty and royalty in his DNA. DNA and I, I was like yeah, I got that shit too even even if it's not true you know like I'm not I don't come from royalty I come from like an everyday person but like in my DNA is the the gene and the mock-up to be something greater that's how I took that lyric so there was um there's this song called uh bees from uh kid cuddy that that features raza from wu-tang okay and he's talking about his interlude to the song he's talking about uh royalty and loyalty Mm -hmm. and how loyalty becomes royalty because Mm -hmm. to be royal you must first garner loyalty to your king yeah and then i think you're not born a royal, but you become a royal on your character. Yeah. And that's how I took it. Like, I didn't come from royalty, but the mock-up is in my DNA yeah. to become that. And so, I think that's why that song resonates better with um, me as opposed to nonstop. So, I think that's a good natural place to end it, right? We talked about our homework that we had. Uh, we talked about the music industry, which we are totally... 1000% certified to talk about because we are professionals at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke <laughs> for people who don't know. Um, but that was our take on music and what it means to everybody, to us, our particular playlist that we have out. That'll be available for you to listen to if you're interested in learning a little bit more about us. Two really good playlists. But that was episode six. I'm Fernando. Joan Manuel Valdez, the Don. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.